Hi, and thank you for listening to Call of the Week. I'm Ginger Rousey here with Dr. Larry Stickle. Hey, Larry, how are you doing? I'm good. You had just had your weed tour, your annual weed tour on Wednesday, and uh, if people couldn't come, you know, what what was the big topic? The biggest topic, I guess, has been kind of the topic of the spring, and that's just been grass control Mm -hmm. and trying to manage grasses in cotton corn and soybeans because that's really been been a pretty good struggle for a lot of folks this past year. And uh, and kind of the take home uh, between what we're doing here on the station and then just running around out in the counties uh, trying to assess what's going on out there is, uh, you know, when we're mixing dicamba in with glyphosate or in with select, or in some cases with (laughs) in with glyphosate and select, Mm Uh, we're seeing less grass control than we are if we if we leave it out, and uh, hardly anybody leaves it out. I mean, just for efficiency reasons, you're you're mixing the two together. But you know, kind of the bottom line is uh, we're seeing anywhere from twenty to forty percent less grass control when we have dicamba uh, in that tank than when we didn't, and uh, some of that's a factor of the dicamba just well it. it kind of slows up the growth, stunts the growth, whatever you want to say, of the grass enough it doesn't uh, pick up the glyphosate as well or the or the clethodim. We do, in saying that, we do have some grasses out there that are resistant to glyphosate, but a big part of, I think, of the issue across such a wide area is, is this antagonism. On top of that, and you know as well as I do, the nozzles, and we've got to use TTI nozzles, the large droplet nozzles, uh, and it, we're getting about 10% or so less control with those larger nozzles with glyphosate or with select than we are if we used the old traditional AIXR. So it's kind of a double whammy on that from, from the antagonism standpoint. If you look at where we are with, with the ones we have, the grasses we have resistant to, goosegrass, uh, the barnyard grass complex, and, and Johnson grass, that level of resistance isn't real high. Palmer pigweed's glyphosate resistance level is, is 8 to 15 fold. Okay. The glyphosate resistant level in those grass species is only maybe two to four. It's kind of built for antagonism. Okay. <laughs> so, so I, I think that's kind of what we're seeing out there with a lot of these grasses. Uh, there's been a lot of follow-up applications in the last two weeks of, of uh, clethodim in particular, um, uh, trying to clean up these fields. And I think they're getting having some decent success because we're seeing, seeing some decent grass control. Okay. All right. Uh, other calls besides grass weeds uh, coming in this week? Yeah. So I spent a good bit of yesterday, most of yesterday, unfortunately, looking at Palmer amaranth that's been sprayed with dicamba that's undead. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to see it dead within two to three weeks. Undead. <laughs> oh, nice word. <laughs> so it, it, uh, it, most of it after two to three weeks, or a lot of it, you had dead plants. We had some that were kind of very stunted and green, and then we had some that were putting back out new growth, and that's a concern. A lot of farmers in the last three or four days, and then I ran and looked at a lot of these fields yesterday, have a lot of concern. Uh, they seem like they were getting better control, they were telling me, the last two years, and they're seeing here in 2019. So, you know, now what? So, what's what's changed? Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Uh, I think I think one of the possibilities is we're building up tolerance mm-hmm. in the Palmer population. It would not it surprise me at all, and uh, I think that's part of the issue uh, is, is we're seeing just less control. We've always seen, at least even our research, you know, maybe some 
less than ideal control. They stay green. They'll, they'll stay out there two and three weeks. Um, but it's just been a few plants in plots or out in fields. This is a lot bigger populations than I can recall uh, of plants that just aren't dying. Um, now, they're not growing like a pigweed. They're not growing two to three inches a day. Um, you know, they're kind of, they're stunted and they're slowed down, but they're not stopped. Um, and after about two weeks, they're clearly starting to grow like a pigweed now. Uh, they're kind of shaking off the dicamba and uh, they're going, you know, uh, look like a good inch anyway, if not two inches in the last few days. So anyway, um, that's not good. We're going to follow up on a lot of that and see if, if we are seeing some resistance uh, start to develop out there. I wouldn't be at all surprised. Um, of course, the big question now is from these farmers, what, what now? Yeah, sure. So the primary go-to for most of them in cotton is going to be Liberty. Uh, and that we've seen really good success with Liberty taking out uh, banged-up pigweed that Dicamba hasn't controlled. Hopefully that'll be the case. Here we are, June 21st, longest day of the year. This is right in the wheelhouse of Liberty to work. Mm -hmm. uh, high humidity, high temperatures, lots of sunlight. It's really when it works well. So that should be a real go-to there. And soybeans, the options are come back with Dicamba again. Or maybe go with uh, Flexstar uh, or Blazer type product. My preference there, uh, particularly if you can get on them within two weeks, is to come back with a Flexstar or Blazer. We've got plenty of data that shows that uh, even the PPO resistant, the Flexstar resistant pigweed, uh, after they've been hit with dicamba, and even if they're recovering from dicambas, these are, they're growing slow, Flexstar seems to have some decent activity on them again, even mm -hmm. though it wouldn't before. Mm -hmm. So that would be a good go-to. Okay. Well, anything else you want to touch on? Uh, well, I think we're off to a real good start in a lot of West Tennessee. Uh, compared to a lot of states around us, we've, we've got some really good crops. Um, to me, that's a real high point. I hate always talking about negatives, but mm -hmm. at least the crops look good around. <laughs> there you and, go. and, of course, that helps the pigweed look good, too. So it maybe have a little bit better uh, recovery prospects from, from uh, any herbicide application. Okay. Thanks for being with us, and uh, thank you all for listening out there. Uh, I'm Ginger Rousey, and we'll talk next week.